Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I am the Enforcer, and this week, it's AEW Revolution. It's the New Japan Cup. It's a... it's a big week in wrestling, man. It's it, There's a lot going on. I just read right now, breaking news, you are no longer allowed to slap your thigh in the WWE. Did you hear about this? No, I did not hear about that. No thigh uh, slapping on Super Kids? No thigh slapping allowed, and you will be fined should you slap your thigh in the WWE and in NXT. Oh, NXT as well. Okay, that's interesting. All right, I did not, so, I did not realize that. Adam Cole is... Probably going to be, which just makes sense because Shawn Michaels there and he's like the guy that never slapped his thigh. So if you're going to do the thigh slap, have one guy that does it, right? If you're going to outlaw it, like have, let Adam Cole do it, nobody else. But yeah, that's breaking news, man. How, how, what are your thoughts on that? And yeah, I feel bad for guys like him and the Usos, I guess, specifically. Um, they seem to be ones that do a lot of that thigh slapping. So uh, I guess we'll see how that, I wonder how long it'll take guys to adjust to that. Uh, yeah. I mean, Vince is probably just going to flip flop next week anyway, but listen, we're not here to talk about Vince McMahon. We're not even here to talk about my brand new born scum t-shirt born scum fiends. Uh, if you're like, man, that's a pretty sick shirt. I would, I'd show you the back. It's the misfit skull, but I'm not going to get up. I'm wearing pajama pants, you know? Uh, but if you're like, man, that's a sick shirt or that's a sick hat because I also cop the born scum camo born scum hat born scum skull hat. Uh, check out our friends over at the at born scum clothing company and use our promo code all night long for ten percent off. Ten uh, percent five. I don't even know. It's a percentage off. Just do it. But I ordered this three days ago and it came today. And if you're watching this video, you're like, man, this stallion looks like he's distracted. Uh, we would like to welcome another member to the all night long wrestling podcast family. And that is Duke 
the dumpster Drosy. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Duke, Duke. Uh, the stallion has, in fact, adopted. Or do we have him there? Is he there? He's around. We'll see. No. I'm sure he'll get into frame eventually. Yeah. He has adopted a uh, puppy, which is a life-changing occasion, right? It's, uh, how would you say your life has changed in the last seven days? Significantly, I guess would probably be the best way that I could put it. Uh, listen, if you're if you're someone who wants to spend a certain percentage of your life cleaning up urine and fecal matter uh, from a puppy, then this is this is the best thing you could possibly do. It's just adopt adopt an animal, adopt a dog specifically, and uh, just just enjoy that for the rest of your life. I, uh, there he goes. There he is. There's a big guy. What's up, D bomb? What's up, Duke the Dumpster? God right into frame. Look at, him. Look at that tail. He's God. already knocked over my Iron Sheik Funko Pop today. Uh, so, and I have not picked that up. So apparently he is. Fuck us. Yeah, yeah he's not. He's not happy. Oh, I, you know I think he hates Iran. I think that's the thing. I'm gonna have to show him the Hogan Iron Sheik match from 1984 and see if that'll maybe pick up his spirits. So. You know, and where do we get him from? What was the rescue? I don't uh, furry furry friends, dogs. I don't know. Furry friend dog rescue. Uh, hashtag adopt don't shop. Don't be a fucking idiot and buy a dog when there are a million dogs that you could adopt for free and not give money to the fucking Amish with scum of the earth. Fucking anyway. Uh, so yeah, why we're here this week? We're here to talk about AEW Revolution this Sunday. The pay per view. Actually, last year's pay-per-view of the year, I believe, according to the Wrestling Observer. And we've got one hell of a card, and we have also big surprises, a fucking exploding barbed wire ring death match. I mean, without further ado, Joe, let's get right into the card, give you our predictions. Are there betting odds anywhere for this show? Uh, I will bring that. I'll take a look for that. Um, and so there's, as we're talking about the pre-show match. So the pre-show match, there's nine matches, eight of them on the main card. Um, and the pre-show match is Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. So while you're uh, giving me your prediction for that, I will take a look at the betting odds for the main card. Riho and Thunder, Thunder Riho. Th- Thunder Re- Riho Thunder versus... Uh, I'm going to go with Thunder Rosa and Riho getting the pin on Reba, a.k.a. Rebel. Um, she's the uh, least experienced woman in the match. Well, not least experienced, but least focused on in AEW, and I feel like she could take a loss and it wouldn't affect her. Where you don't really want to pin Riho, who's just coming back into the fold, and Thunder Rosa, who is going to be kicking, picking up steam as the uh, NWA starts in like two or three weeks, man. It's going to be a crazy march, but for me, I'm going with Thunder Rosa and Riho. I agree with you. I think that this is really, like you said, it's going to be Reba taking the uh, the pinfall loss or submission loss, perhaps, in this pre-show match. So I'm I'm with you that Thunder Rosa and Riho will get the victory. Um, so I have I have found uh, betting odds for Revolution. Okay, uh, there are betting odds for one, two, three, four. Five matches of the nine. So okay. as we'll those matches thing. come up, we will go ahead and introduce the the betting odds. So cool. let's start with the tag team championships. It's uh, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF. And um, you know a lot of this storyline revolved around the inner circle 
uh, which team from the inner circle would get the tag title match. Uh, Jericho and MJF won a triple threat. Um, shortly after that, Sammy Guevara decided to leave the inner circle um, because of all the problems he'd been having with MJF. So there's a lot of drama, um, potential infighting going on there. Sammy Guevara has been off television since he left the group. Um, the Young Bucks are currently favored at minus 250. Chris Jericho and MJF are a underdog at plus 170. Um, this also Jericho and MJF killed Mr. Uh, Mr. Jackson. They killed uh, the correct Papa, Papa, Papa Buck. Buck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, I was going back and forth in this one, but I think we're going to see new tag champs. Um, I think that there's something to be said about um, Jericho and MJF winning the titles and there being some dissension among the ranks in the inner circle with LAX, AKA EYFBO. And I don't know if the Young Bucks necessarily need the titles. And I know that they're talking about uh, Tony Khan, or actually it was either Tony Khan or Cody was talking about introducing a six-man tag title soon mm-hmm. and possibly a tournament. So I think that could be a good spot for the Young Bucks to help with that division. But uh, I'm going to go with the underdogs here. What is it, plus 270? It is plus 170. Plus 170. That's okay. Still some money to be made here. So I'm going with the inner circle. All right. I like it. So I'm going to go with the Bucks to retain because I think that the direction they're going in is I'm going to say that Jericho takes the loss here. And then that kind of fuels the MJF trying to take over the inner circle storyline. So he could blame Jericho for the loss and there'll be some further decision there. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Bucks of youth in this one. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Nick, not so slick. I wish my hair was way more thick. Jackson is yeah. what uh, MJF called him. But then MJF also called Conrad turkey tits, and he really popped me. That was a whole. So. He's really spot on, I have to say. So, uh, speaking of tag teams, let's go to the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal. So, the winner of this will get a future AEW Tag Team Championship shot. Um, the teams are here we go Bear Country. Uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Beaver boys. Bears and yes. beavers. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Uh, Santana and Ortiz. Butcher and the Blade. Uh, Private Party. Top Flight. Yeah. Uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix. Pac mm. and Ray Phoenix, excuse me. Uh, Varsity, Varsity Blondes. VBs. Seidel Brothers. SCU. The Natural Nightmares. Chaos Project, the Gun Club, and Alan Angels and Preston Vance of the Dark Order. So there are three Dark Order teams in this Casino Battle Royal. Well, if I'm going to continue with my belief that MJF and Jericho are going to win the titles, my pick for this is going to be LAX. Um, that kind of that the the feud is just built in, man. Uh, surprised to hear there's no FTR in this match. Yeah, unless I overlooked them completely, but I'll go through it one more time and make sure I didn't miss them. But I did not see them in in the match. So, no, I don't, they're not listed on Wikipedia. So, uh, they are not I listed here. Okay. Like, is Duke okay? Is my question. Uh, you can hear that, huh? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's fine. He's got a little bit of um, – he doesn't – you know what? He doesn't like social distancing. How about that? He's not a fan of social distancing. Is he moving? He likes to be – <laughs> <laughs> he can also he, then participate in sports that were created for females and he, a, put a ban on transgender sports. Look at that. 
So uh, we've really we've really taken a turn. He is actually from Kentucky, so he is a he was born born and bred in Kentucky, and now is uh, in the uh, on the mean streets of New York City. So you know he's, he's down. Yes, Kentucky. My uh, official pick for this match is going to be Death Triangle of Pac and Ray Phoenix because I think they've really been pushing Pac. Uh, they had they gave them a squash victory on Dynamite this past week. And then at the end of the show, when they had their big kind of closing brawl with all the different teams, they kind of had a very spotlighted entrance um, into the into the uh, into the brawl. So I'm going to go with Pac and Ray Phoenix. And if my prediction is correct that the Young Bucks win, a Young Bucks versus Pac and Ray Phoenix match would probably be very off the charts. So I think that yeah, would that be, be uh, quite amazing. No odds for that match, obviously, because there's a gazillion teams in it. Perfect. Let's go with uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Uh, so Tremperetta obviously out with an injury. The angle here was when Penelope and Kip got married on an episode of Dynamite. Miro was the best man. And of course, Charles the butler uh, caused a little bit of chaos and Orange Cassidy popped out of a cake. Uh, so these guys are now having a match. Best friends of Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy are favored at minus 160 and Miro and Kip Sabian at plus 120. Charles the Butler is so good. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian here are going to get the win, and Miro cut a promo last week, and I feel like he was speaking. God, I'm so sorry. I feel bad for the dumpster. I do. I feel I feel terrible. Um, I feel like last week on, uh, on AEW Dynamite, Miro was talking directly to our friend BK because BK, huge Miro mark, loved the Rusev angle, hates what he's doing now with the whole video gaming and not being uh, a murderous killer and Miro cut a promo I think and he said something along the lines of if you're tired of me um, acting like it's all about fun and games everything's going to change this Saturday so I think Miro's going to beat the shit out of everybody on Saturday and I think he's going to get the win here with uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford lots of motivation in that match yeah that's exactly how I feel about it too I think that this should be another again another opportunity Mm -hmm. for them to make Miro look very strong. Um, Chuck Taylor can easily afford a loss. You know, him and Orange Cassidy are not a regular team. So I think if you have Miro beat Chuck Taylor in this match, then that's the best way to go. So I'm going to go with the underdog here as well. Uh, Miro and Chuck, Miro and Kip Sapien, excuse me. Let's go to Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight. This one is so interesting. I heard rumors it was going to be cinematic. Um, I don't know if that's true. Do we know if that's going to be a cinematic match? Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be cinematic. I would have to imagine that a large portion of it will be either taped from outside the arena or it'll be taking place outside the main arena in Daly's place. That would be my guess, uh, just based off of yeah, no disrespect to Sting, but he is 61 years old. He has not had a match in five or six years, so I think that's probably the best way to do it. Uh, maybe have some of those, you know, in the in the actual streets um, fighting that they have talked about. Darby Allen and Sting are a heavy favorite at minus 450. Cage and Starks, uh, the underdog, at plus 275. Um, plus 275. I, you know. See, here's the thing. You you want to keep Team Taz strong because they're like one of the only real factions that have like a, a unifying faction here. Darby Allen as the champion, you don't want him to lose here. Although the TNT title has kind of been shuffled away with this. 
You know, this one's uh, really hard for me to to kind of pick. I I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby. I think Ricky Starks can afford a loss because he's such a damn good talker and he's so entertaining. Um, you don't pin Brian Cage here, but you you, you pin Ricky Starks, and uh, I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby. I agree. I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby as well. I think the way that they've brought Sting in and made him feel like the legend that he is and a big deal that he is um, and associating him with Darby to kind of even further push Darby uh, with the audience. You know, he's already the TNT champion. I think it would be a mistake to have Sting lose in his first match in AEW. So I believe that Sting and Darby will win this match as well. Um, Now you're going to have to help me here with this next one. My pronunciations are not the best. So the AEW Women's World Championship is Hikaru Shida versus Rio Mizunami. You nailed it. You you nailed that. That's a 10 out of 10. So the storyline here, which I wasn't aware of because I am not a Puro Res. How do you say that? Puro Res? Puro Res? Puro Puro Reso. Puro Resu, P-U-R-O-R-E-S-U. I'm not a Joshi encyclopedia like I want to be. Like I want to watch all Japan women's wrestling from 1985 to 1988, 1990, I'm sorry, 95 to 98, and that's it, right? Like that's all I want to do because I know how good it is. So I I didn't know they were a tag, they were former tag team partners and they broke up, but I think. I think Sheeta gets the win here. I think Rio uh, Mizunami. Thanks, sorry, Mizunami. Mizunami. Yeah. Um, she's been interesting. I didn't expect her to beat um... Nyla Rose. Yes, but even before that, the other legend she defeated in the second round. It's her uh... Aja Kong. Thank you. Thank you. You're so good. Yeah, I didn't expect her. I mean, she she did win via count out. It was an interesting match. She's got like a dance, a little like a two-step thing going on she does in the ring. Uh, sometimes I feel like she's not taking this. Like it doesn't look like she's taking it seriously, but she reminds me of Togi Makabe, like in the way that she wrestles. Um, she's a, a power wrestler. She had a really good match with Nia Jax the other day, which it must have been so good that they bridged the hour. The, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. <laughs> Nobody has good matches with Nia Jax, bro. That's not. Well, I was going to say, we were talking, I don't want to veer off on a tangent here, but at the nine o'clock hour on Wednesday, Nia Jax was in the ring on NXT and Nyla Rose was in the ring on AEW. So it was very interesting choice, but I know the AEW women's division matches like the the ratings are through the roof. Um, That being said, I think Sheeta keeps the title here. I think it should be a fantastic match and, Maybe it sets up. Uh, I can't even imagine who would Sheeta's next opponent be. To be honest with you, after this, I don't know. I keep thinking it's going to be Britt Baker, and they keep seeming seemingly holding off on that for some reason. But I, I also am going to go with Sheeta. Uh, I was not expecting Mizunami to win the Eliminator tournament. Uh, I will now refer to her as the Miz going forward. But I am also going to go with the Mizzes. The, the Mizzes. Yeah, the Mizzes. Miz and Mizzes. They should just have her replace Maurice on the TV show, and then it would be. High comedy all the way around. So I'm going to go with Sheeta as well, and I'm with you. I don't know who her next opponent is going to be. She's been a champion for a long time, but ho- hopefully they have something in mind, um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, next, let's go to the big money match. It's Adam Page, the hangman, versus Matt Hardy, the winner 
receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. That is the $31,816 is actually what's on the line here. Uh, Hangman Page. Hangman Page is going to win. Uh, he outsmarted Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy should be losing at this stage. Hangman Adam Page should not be losing. And hopefully if all is well, that ends well at the end of the night, we'll be seeing this. And Adam Page will finally join the legions of the Dark Order. I, I also like Adam Page. He's minus 350 as a favorite. Matt Hardy minus 225. Excuse me, plus 225. Um this feed's been a little bit more entertaining than I would have expected it to be. So I, uh, but and I, I think it's maybe just because I find Hangman to be entertaining in, in general. But everything that you said, I agree with. He should be winning. He should, you know, needs to get continued momentum as he works his way back up the card, uh, and hopefully we'll get a, maybe an AEW title shot at some point later in the year. So I'm going to go with the Hangman in this one also. And join the Dark Order. Johnny Hungies has been doing everything to recruit you. If dude, if do you watch um, being the elite? Occasionally, I'll I'll watch it, but I I don't get to watch it every week regularly, unfortunately. Me neither. But I when I when it pops up, like I go to these segments, and it's just so it's so entertaining. Like just that that needs to be on TV more. So that's why I want Hangman Page in the Dark Order. Yep. I love you, Adam. So, <laughs> two matches to go. All right, so we got. Um, and maybe we'll, we'll split it up with the, uh, the big surprise prediction in between. So we've got the face of the revolution ladder match for the a future TNT championship match. So far, we have Cody Rhodes. We have Scorpio Sky. We have Penta El Cerro Miedo. Miedo, I think. Uh, Lance Archer. Max Caster from the Acclaimed. And a TBA. So a surprise entrant in this ladder match. So there's so much going on, dude. There's so much happening in this match. I uh, agree. I, I think that, so I'm just looking at the participants. I'm going to go with the TBA and I have no idea who it's going to be. So I, I can't even venture a guess. The last time they did something like this, um, that Brian Cage debuted and won the match. Um, so, and, and I think he ended up getting an AEW world title opportunity against John Moxley last year. I, I don't think Cody Rhodes will win because he's you know been around the TNT title for a long time. I don't think a rematch with him and Darby is something that they should be doing right now, especially considering he'll probably be needing some time off at some point in the future. Once his uh, newborn baby girl is born, um, Scorpio sky is coming back off an injury. I could see him winning. I could see Penta winning. Uh, Lance Archer's had a bunch of title shots. I don't think. Um, this is an opportunity for him to be there, but maybe I'm wrong. And uh, Max Caster, I don't, I don't see it happening. So I'm going with uh, TBA to win, and I legitimately have no idea who it's going to be. I'm going to go with Scorpio Sky um, for all the reasons that you kind of outlaid, laid out, out, outlaid, outlawed, all the things you said running through my head. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Scorpio Sky winning this. As far as the TBA. I don't know. I, I I feel like maybe we're gonna get somebody from New Japan or somebody from Impact Wrestling um, or somebody from NWA. I have no fucking idea, and that's what's so cool. I I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want people giving me spoilers or telling me shit. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, my pick for Joe. Who's your pick? Who's your pick for the uh, the TBA? 
I don't know. I think it'll, it'll probably be somebody like you said, from either impact or new Japan. I could see somebody from new Japan who maybe lives in the United States um, appearing here as, as the sixth entrance. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, it's, it's so hard to maybe dirty daddy. How about that? Let's go with dirty daddy, Chris Dickinson, just cause I like saying dirty daddy, Chris Dickinson, any possible time that I can. So Dude, speaking Chris Dickinson showed up. <laughs> I would fucking lose my mind. You know who should be though? Eddie Kingston. I feel like he needs to get it. Uh, he and she should be in there. I would, I would fully support that as well. So before we get to the main event, the bomb was dropped on dynamite last week by no longer the big show, Paul white, no um, more big a, show, no more big show that there will be a huge, huge star in the world of professional wrestling that is debuting at, <clears throat> revolution not evolution paul white on sunday and they were signing a multi-year contract sorry, did he he bossed it did he call it? yes because i think the new show is like AEW dark evolution that he's going to be commentating on elevation uh, elevation there you go okay oh so, you're right there was a botch and then somebody had to oh no jr also called it aw Re- revelation or something and then tony's like elevation a lot of words going on uh-oh. He also called um, Kenny Omega the WWE champion recently, I'm pretty sure. So that uh, here it comes. There's the big guy. Um, you know, oh, camera? no. There Hunter must have heard. Now, there it is. Duke. Duke. So, uh, Duke the dumpster on camera. So, okay. I, um, so people have been speculating of who this is going to be for the last several days. Um, there's been a ton of names thrown out there. I've heard. So here's the thing. I think people are just speculating based off of non-active wrestlers in WWE right now. So they're talking about potential Hall of Fame type folks like Kurt Angle. I think, I think um, Big Show's, I'm sorry, Paul's terminology was Hall of Fame worthy. Worthy, yes. Some people have said Kurt Angle. Uh, some people have said Christian. Uh, some people have said John Cena. Some people have said CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, uh, <laughs> Christian. I've heard all those names. I even saw a theory where uh, the reveal will be Paul White himself as the surprise, and he'll turn heel immediately, and everyone will hate him. So, um, oh, cool, he's peeing on the floor. We knew it. We knew it would happen. Um, Wait, on the wee pad or on the floor? No, on the floor. He's just no. He's just mad. Um, so I don't. I don't know. I don't have a good prediction for this. I really. I don't have um, an answer. I really. I'll, here's what I'll say. I hope it. CM Punk has already come out and said it's not him. So it, it won't be CM Punk. I, I don't, I hope it's not Kurt Angle because as much as I enjoy Kurt Angle, he should not be wrestling anymore. Um, Although he was, I did read, he was incredibly dejected with how WWE booked him towards the end. So yeah, that's like, yeah. and if you look at Sting, like they, they clearly are making Sting important and, and special and not whatever he's doing. So I can see why it would be Kurt Angle, but I also agree. Everything okay, pal? Yeah, he's fine. He just he's digging into my vitamin C. He wants to get his immunity up. That's all he's oh, trying to do. Yeah. Try. Well, you know, in the time of COVID, you know, with with everything going on, you know, it's like Yeah, that's just true. You're, you're so I, I don't know, man. I don't know who my official guest is gonna be for who this is. Um, you know. I don't know. I don't know who I cannot think of anybody that they would get that would regularly appear on Dynamite every other, you know, because right now they're taping every other week. I believe, right? So they're taping every two weeks and they do a live show and then a tape show. So I don't know. I, I would like it to be Brock Lesnar. I think that would be fun. 
but I think also people would, would get tired of it right away. If he's going to do the same act where he only comes in every couple of months for a match and, you know, it's going to be the same type of part-time stuff that people don't want to see. So I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be, but hopefully they can deliver on whomever it is. And it'll be somebody that will contribute to the show on a regular basis. And uh, if it is as big a name as they're claiming it will be, then it'll only help AEW in the long run. And especially if Vince is leaving Tuesdays, right? And it's just AEW on Wednesday nights. I think viewership should skyrocket. Dude, if it's the big show, I'm going to be so devastated. But you know what? Speaking of the big show, I would be okay with him having a match in AEW. Uh, I know it's a crazy thought. But I feel like he should wrestle and have a program with Lance Archer. With Archer going over at the end and getting the rub. I think that would be... Because you mentioned Archer's had a bunch of title shots. And I would agree with you completely. I think him with the big show is cool. Um, it'd be something a little bit different. And, you know, big man gives the big man the rub. So as far as my guess, um, it's without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, going to be Baron Von Raschke. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's good. All right, so let's, that brings us to the main event. So Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Championship against John Moxley. And let me make sure that I say this properly. <clears throat> Exploding barbed wire death match. That is the match on Sunday for the AEW world title. <laughs> I think it was, was it Onita that was on Dynamite Wednesday? Yuchi Onita on fucking AEW. And somebody was, they were talking, I saw something the other day and they were like, you know, a cool character would be cool. Uh, a wrestling character would be like a Negan in uh, walking dead. You guess what? Fucking Onita was wearing a leather jacket, had a barbed wire bat long before that doofus. So no, Onita, fucking Negan is modeled after Onita and Onita on TV. I was like, holy shit. And they got the rights to some of the footage and they were showing some of the FMW stuff. I was like, dude, this is why like, I don't know, man, go, go, keep going. I'm just excited. <laughs> so in terms of betting odds, Kenny Omega is a favorite. He's minus 550. Uh, John Moxley plus 325 underdog. Uh, you know, so it's cool. Here's the thing. I am 99% confident that Kenny Omega is going to win this match. Um, I don't feel there's a lot of mystery here. I don't think that they're going to put the title right back on Moxley. Um, you know, again, he is probably going to be taking a little time off soon. Once is the baby uh, that him and Renee young are having is born. Um, so I think Omega is going to win, uh, but I think what really the draw of this match is for me um, and, and maybe a lot of other people is what are they going to do inside this exploding barbed wire uh, death match? I mean, I've, I, the, the ropes are replaced with barbed wire. There are triggers in the ring for explosions to go off at certain locations or certain spots. Wait, I'm sorry. That's true. The ropes are replaced with barbed wire. Yes. There's no, I believe that I think it's, so it's the same, as far as I know, it's the same as born to be wired from ECW, right? Where it's wow, just okay. barbed wire, I, on, no ropes. I thought it was like the landmine pits on the outside of the ring. This is even, well, oh, which there might be. There might be. Yeah. I don't know how those land, you know, those explosions happen, but I guess we'll find out on, uh, on Sunday. So this is awesome. Um, oh man. Uh, one idea. Cause I'm, so you're going with Kenny Omega, right? I'm going with Kenny Omega. Yes. I'm also going with the cleaner. Um, I think, there's a couple of ways it could go. Maybe this legend coming in could cost Moxley the match. Um, and then Moxley goes right into a feud with that. 
or I don't know, man, like there's so many question marks going into the show. Uh, it's really fun. Um, the, with the bullet club, is this person going to be coming from new Japan? I don't know, man. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be sitting in front of the TV watching fucking people blow up on Sunday night. I'm going to love every second of it. And that's, that's all I got. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's going to be super entertaining. I think uh, it's just, I mean, I haven't seen one of these matches except for, you know, tapes of, uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk doing one uh, many, many years ago. So I, I'm sure that Moxley being out of his mind as he is um, will, will put on a performance in this match that people will remember for a long time. So that's it. Time off. Like you said, you know, this could be a good way to get there. Uh, my level of excitement for this show is like a nine and a half. Like I'm top to bottom. It's giving you a little bit of everything. You're getting your ladder match. You're getting, um, street fights you're getting barbed wire blowing up like all kinds of shit so it's going to be a great show i will be uh live tweeting at all night long wp wherever you find us on social media uh, but follow us on twitter definitely at all night long wp facebook.com slash all night long wp over on instagram um yeah man i'm just uh, i'm really excited i'm looking forward to the show we have the new japan cup that we're watching we just released our not our bracketology because i don't write it down but we have our predictions for the entire uh the entire tournament as a matter of fact right now i'm going to catch up on day one of the uh, new japan cup so that's it it's another edition of the all night long wrestling podcast is in the books he is your host he's a stallion i am the enforcer and hunters flying up the stairs and we are tapping out